Seishura Podcast, the Music Explorers Podcast. I'm Scoop Magoot. <laughs> I'm Jim Jam. Actually, that reminded me, have you seen, um, oh, I forget what band it is, but William Shatner's doing a, rec- a, a record store day release with like a punk band, and he, sh- oh, he no Shatnerized um, their, like one of their big, I have to find it now. Um, yeah. That I, I, how, how about you uh, tell the good people about our episode and I'll look into it. Oh, yeah, it's, I just found it, it's William Shatner and the Cramps. Oh, shit. So it's, I, I, out, of, um, out of all the bands. <laughs> it is, uh, what song is it? Oh, it, so the, it's, uh, their, their, their single Garbage Man, um, <laughs> uh, but then William Shatner did, he kind of Shatnerized that song on the B-side, I, I'm gathering. You know, I I, 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 I just looked up William Shatner punk band, and I see, um, William Shatner plus Henry Rollins cover Jingle Bells. That came um, up too. Yeah, I saw God. it. That's I did not know that existed. I I, I, I fucking love Christmas, man. Yeah. It's just like the the weirdest shit happens, and yeah. I enjoy it so much. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, my, my low slow delivery reminded me of, of of I saw that the other day, and I was like, you know, I have a lot of issues with um record day, but I think th- that's the rare release where I'm like, you know what. I might actually buy that. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> I I didn't expect you to give into the meme. I know why. Well, I, I think it's really you, funny. You do you, Scott. I think it's really funny, and I I hope that they release it digitally so I can listen to it because I certainly want to hear it. Um, and the album cover is really cool because it's the typical Cramps logo except William Shatner's face. And speaking of album covers, you like that segue? Today oh, yeah. we are talking about. Uh, well, first of all, we're kicking off our 2019 coverage. Happy, yep. happy 2019. We are yep. at the end of the year, and we wanted to kind of warm up to, you know, there's still a few weeks left, and there are a few releases maybe we want to digest, want to get our, our list together for albums of the year. There are a few different topics we want to talk about, or a couple topics we want to talk about first with these next few episodes. Um, and started out with album art. You know, album art is something that uh, Jimmy and I both, uh, you just you almost called me. Lauren, I did, and your, I was hoping fiance. you didn't say anything. But thank you for thank you for picking yeah, that you, up. I was just I, talking to her. So. It's okay. I'm not going to overanalyze that. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, um, we both love album art. You know, yeah, and it, it's it's definitely helps complete the album experience, especially for me in in today's day and age when so much of the music I find, you know, I find through Bandcamp or find through some type of you know digital means. Uh, with so much music being out there, it it doesn't necessarily have to be like groundbreaking artwork, but just the type of artwork, what it looks like, what the band logo looks like, it all is super helpful in determining, you know, will I like this? Well, you know, for example, like uh, I don't really love a lot of raw black metal, and it has a very specific and consistent aesthetic. So oh, yeah. if, if I see an album cover that looks like you know just black. With you know plain white imagery, usually people angry in quartz paint and like yeah, you know, and like the old old English yeah font, exactly, but but all capitalized, which yeah. from a design point of view is just a big no no. Yes, um. so like <laughs> if I see something like that, I know, okay, like you know push that to the side. It's you know it's important discernment of what's worth you know spending my time on, and in the process of 
albums that I like and albums that I don't like as much, or albums I think are okay, uh, there are plenty of covers that have stuck with me over the year, over the years, and that I still think mm. about and that I, I love having. And there's some records I bought on vinyl just because I like having, you know, the big, big picture, you know, literally. Um, and so Jimmy had the great idea of why don't we talk about our top ten? You know, kind of in the same style of our top albums of the year. And in this case, we're talking about, you know, what what artwork we we favored over everything else. So these, you know, just to be clear, these are not our favorite albums of the year. In case, yeah. actually, there are some. Uh, looking over quickly, I think there's only one I would say that I I don't like, or like I have a more of a negative opinion about. The rest I either like or love or some degree of that. Um, I'm I'm pretty much the same thing. I, I I personally try to limit mine to albums that I actually listen to. Yeah, it's uh, the because the, like there the, there were albums that I saw that were like, oh, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, but yeah, like, like that that I was aware of. Um, that had cool album covers, but I just hadn't listened to. Yeah, and I just don't think that was fair. Oh sure. Uh, in a way, be- because I I think part of what what makes album art, at least for me, uh, you know, such uh, an awesome thing is is its ability to sort of communicate the music to you in a visual format, or at least when it's done well. Or, you know, like, I don't know, because, like, even bad album covers can communicate the music well because it, it, it means, you know, it might mean that it's just bad music, you know? Like, sure. like I, I can't help but think of the uh, the latest Gucci Mane cover. Oh. I'm, li- I'm like, yeah, no, no, I that, that album cover looks like I would not like this music. And exactly. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, album cover, you know? Exactly. I, like, good looking out. <laughs> so. it's, it's super, it's a super powerful tool. And for me, like, a bad... A bad, you know, bad album art. Um, it kind of, you know, it's part of an artist presentation. It's part of what they view mm-hmm. as their album. So if they pick an, if they pick something that, you know, it's like I, I have a couple examples where I feel like it enhances the music or it's a perfect encapsulation of the music. There have been times where the album art, you know, not only doesn't fit, but it's just not that good. Yeah, or, or like of, uh, like Jesus is King. <laughs> yes, which yeah. unfortunately I very much soured on that since it, it made my surprise album of the week. I, not, I mean, I that that doesn't surprise me. Not um, not necessarily musically, but just the continuity. Some of the stuff he said after, and just the way that he's positioned it and stuff, is just fallen fallen out of favor with me. But that's okay. Look, I, I, as long as we're not talking about his fucking opera, I'm all set, man. So so let's not, and instead, yeah, talk thank about you. talk about uh, album art. You know, yeah, it's funny because a lot of this. I mean, there's this variation, of course, but I feel like there's just a general color palette, like a lot of pinks and purples and blues and oranges that popped up in a lot of these, which I thought was interesting. Like as I was just looking at it in my on my desktop folder, it was like, wow, there's like a relatively consistent palette that touches a lot of these, which was interesting. So I guess mm. I guess that's just the types of colors I like. Um, but these really run the gamut of genres. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go through based on. They're in kind of a weird order of this folder, not alphabetical, but I guess I'll just... Are you just going from top to bottom? Or? I'm just going to go from you know left to right, top to bottom. Yeah. And All right. first, there are no... Sh- I mean, to me, there's a lot of metal covers in here. I just feel like metal has, you know, just given the nature of the music, the album artwork is usually, you know, super over the top, out of control. Yeah. Just really, you know... I, I mean, metal album covers were like... Was sort of kind of what what got me into the music as well. Yeah, and it was sort of sure. what I mean. 
under if you if you if you can allow me to wax poetical for sure. or philosophical for a little bit i like poetical, uh, honestly you know like almart was sort of my initiation into music as a whole because you know i i mean i started really getting into music in high school and uh you know i had no musical talent whatsoever i, I arguably still don't um but another, <laughs> another another topic for another time but um you know, but but I wanted to contribute to it in some way, and so I, I ended up going to school for a little bit, you know, uh, to study graphic design with the intent to make uh, album covers, like specifically metal album covers. And so, you know, like I I just like the, 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 this topic is very personal to me, uh, just because I it's it's always something that I've uh, that I've enjoyed just you know for a very long time now. So yeah, but the metal totally album covers. Agree. I mean, I, yeah. I think the pretty much the same for me it was something that uh really pulled me i mean i ended up liking the music pretty right off the bat and you know it wasn't like something that had to help convince me but it certainly grabbed my attention at first it's just it's so yeah it, it, it was like it was like seeing like the uh like the master of puppets album cover like yeah that, that that was a huge one for me um same thing with injustice for all i mean but metallica always has great album covers except for the uh the latest one but you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's just like oh hey let, let, let's just put a couple pictures of a guy and just blend them all on top of each other <laughs> Oh man! But um, yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's get to this first album cover because this is a new Baroness album. Oh, you uh, have it in a different order than I do. Okay. Oh, uh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, M- mine's by Last Modified. Let me see. Oh, I'll, okay. Yeah, oh, do, I, I'll do, do, do don't worry. I'll I'll change it. So, no, I'll, I'll uh, do it by name. So, That's totally so it's fine. Teeth. Then oh. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll do we'll do it by name just because I just had to okay. sort it. But yeah, th- th- this one this one's kind of a, a pretty. This is a softball pick. I mean, you know, there are a couple. Yeah, albums. but it's it's so deserved though. Yeah, exactly. Anytime Baroness comes out with a new album, you know, really anything John Baisley does, I think is phenomenal. I have. Yeah. I, there are only a few uh, of his his pieces I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, like there, there's a Black Tusk album he did that it's just a uh, it's it's very simple. It's just a girl, um, just kind of sitting there in a weird backdrop it's it has like all the elements of a great basely cover but just not really fully fleshed out unlike when, this when it comes to baroness though like their the, album um, baroness covers, album covers yeah yeah always been they're phenomenal always perfect and so. this one i remember when uh this is before the album been announced someone found it was like on spanish itunes or like <laughs> it was like some foreign version of itunes where like the time zone difference, it, it it populated there before the U.S. and it was whatever the lead single was for Golden Gray. I and think it was no, but it, it wasn't chlorine. The, the, that was purple. Yeah, what um, whatever it was, and of course everyone yeah. like it was funny because at first everyone was saying oh like new single, but then it was like holy fuck look at that artwork. Like that's really what people cared about. Like new bear, mm. new music, whatever. You know we'll get the single eventually, but let's look at this this cover. It, it's so intricate i love how he finds like a new amalgamation of objects and animals and flowers yeah. and stuff on each like it feels consistent it feels thematic on each yeah, color but it's, it's so it's such a strange style in yeah. a way because it's, it's very like art nouveau For inspired sure. um but there's a lot of like sort of i mean i guess the best way to put it would be like surrealist imagery because you know like 
you have like all these flowers and stuff, but then you also have like these, I don't know, I, I don't know if they're woodpeckers or just regular birds or just orange crows. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you, you know, just some of the things that these women are wearing and, and sort not of wearing. how like how the flowers are oh yeah that too um (laughs) but but it's sort of like how the flowers are like populating around them you know it's it's really cool i mean just yeah uh i mean every erinus like cover is likes this is or is like this that just like it invites you to keep looking because there's just so much going on in a way Mm -hmm. um yeah it's fucking amazing totally i'm I honestly, I totally forgot about this album. Uh, I mean, I to be fair, I didn't listen to it, so um, yeah, you know. it, it was. I thought it was a good album. I think, unfortunately, the production wasn't great. Uh, it didn't bother me as much as other people, but I think that just the way that the it's just literally the way the instruments sounded was left a lot to be desired. But I, I mm. mean, I thought it was a really good release. But I mean, the the cover really, you know, really took the cake for me. And this is one of the the first releases they pots by when you recommended doing this um, yeah i again like it's perfect choice i mean i i guess it is i mean like i i think this is gorgeous but yeah. anyway sweet so so next right, next I have up. uh big brave uh a gaze among them uh great drone metal projects uh a this little is really cool yeah yeah it's, it's a little bit more minimalist it's kind of well the, the music i was gonna say is a little bit more on the doomier side of drone metal like we're not talking sun or anything but it, it definitely uh kind of more on the i don't want to say indie side but it's definitely something that like indie metal sites would gravitate towards and kind of in turn you have something that frankly like like i could see this being an album cover for like an indie rock band or like a post-rock band or an art rock band or something like yeah. that yeah uh, but it's just it's it's the overall it's very simple there isn't there aren't many elements per se and obviously you have, no, it's you have, just it, i think it's just watercolor yeah and you have you have a white border and then kind of a, a a grayish square as a backdrop but the centerpiece of kind of this this explosion of color that kind of looks like a like a cross between like a flower and a galaxy and like there's elements of fire it's just there's so many kind of natural parallels you can pull together into this beautiful yeah. You know. it, it kind of reminds me, and I, I this is a kind of a deep pull, so I don't know if you how familiar you are, but um the watercolor work of uh of Rodin. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah. Like uh his his watercolor like it, it sort of has like this sort of strange texture to it. Um mm-hmm. except that th- this is a lot more abstract, but yeah, I really this this is this is another great album cover. Is this you did you find these guys on Bandcamp or uh, I was familiar that they've been around for a few years. I forget what the name of their last album was. That's where I first caught onto them. You know, very big, heavy drone metal. They have a female front woman who I believe plays bass and sings. So like her, having female vocals in drone metal or doom metal, I I, th- I think that that pairs really well with the style. So that really caught my eye, but I forgot about them. And then they, when so, they released this album cover, I immediately was interested. Kind of what we were talking about earlier. I was like, "Holy shit, that album cover is awesome! I got to check into them." And I so, or check, you know, check back in with what they're doing. And I think this, their newest album, you know, Gaze Among Them, is is definitely a refinement of their sound and one of the best, you know, best thing they've done so far. Sort of off topic, but were you a fan of Sub Rosa while they were still active? Never, just one of those bands I never, never listened to. Uh, mm. And I, I will need to change that eventually. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they seem like something I would like, but I just I never never check them out. And yeah, I, I, I always forget that they exist. Honestly, yeah, they, they they're okay. Uh, but I don't know. But when you bring up female vocals of metal, then yeah. that's usually where I go to because I know what I think of first. So yeah, I know they incorporated strings and they had female. Uh, totally, yeah, that's totally a good parallel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, this is. Yeah, I, I really like this. This this is the type of stuff that makes me want to start, you know, painting again. Yes. So. <laughs> I wish I could do something like this. Um, I mean, you know, like with enough practice, I, I think people don't realize that if you just sit down and just do it, like after a while, you'll you'll get good. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, it might take a while. So. I was going to say for me, it would probably take a, a good while. <laughs> I mean, but, but, but with abstract art, it's a little different. Because you, you're sort of de- you're not dealing with like you know, sort of the confinements of realism uh-huh. that like oh you know like the, 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 this elbow isn't perfectly you know in proportion with the rest of this torso, you know it's more like oh here's a blob, <laughs> you know so it's like it, it obviously there's more to it than that but you know it's you know it's 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 comparing apples and oranges so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, art is something I've, I've wanted to pursue more, but every, every time I, I just, I don't have the patience and I feel like that that's one of the, the most important parts of art is like, you're being willing to take all the steps needed to make a piece flow and work. I, see, I, it's kind of tough because like, I, I found that because, because I mean, I, I mean, I've mentioned this many times before uh on this podcast that i'm a very impatient person uh and so you know i i i sort of agree that like you know art takes a lot of patience and time but at the same time as someone who writes i i find it easier to sort of give in to that impatience and i find that that actually makes better work because you're just sort of saying fuck it and just letting it all come out and then you sort of just are able to edit it later basically um so you know like my impatience has sort of helped me develop my own style so mm-hmm. uh you know it it's i i, I think it's just like like art is one of those things that just like consistently defies any sort of objective definition or analysis mm-hmm. and it's just so like and it makes it talking about it difficult because they they're just like there's no rules you know it's uh, like whatever rule we have we can always think of an exception for it so um yeah yeah totally and i I think that's the beauty of of you know that was the beauty of this challenge and ultimately what came out is that you know like this none of these covers look well some of them i would say look a little bit you can see they're somewhat in the same vein same genre whatever um but most of them look nothing alike including This next, next album, uh, which is Terror Management by Billy Woods. Uh, I don't know if this is my... I really like this album. I think it was a little bit overshadowed by some of the other projects Billy Woods has worked on this year recently. Namely, um, an album with Kenny Seagal. And unfortunately, the name of that album is escaping me. But it, ha- it has like a decrepit house on the front. Uh, but oh, I, I think I... Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But Billy Woods is... I discovered him through the needle drop when he recommended, um, and oh fuck, I'm, I'm bad. Was it Arm and Hammer? No, it was the first Billy Woods album. It came out, I think it's like History Will Something Me. Like it's it's something with history in the title. I'll look it up yeah. real quick. 
but he is a very interesting style that takes a little bit by the way the name of the album he came with Kimmy, Kenny Skull this year is called Hiding Places mm-hmm. uh, which is, was a really good album uh, but he came out with History Will Absolve Me in 2012 which turned me on to him he's released great albums like Dower Candy Today I Wrote Nothing Known Unknowns he's collaborated with um, um, Lucid Lu- thank you Lucid on projects you want to name Arm and Hammer, Hammer. and I, I, I just I think he's a, a great a great rapper with an interesting style um, kind of half spoken word he raps off time in some cases but once you once it clicks for you as click for me it's it's great and this cover frankly caught me off guard because I, I would not this does not scream hip hop to me frankly like I thought this was the amb- ambient album then I saw that it was the new Billy Woods album like really like that doesn't look like that's cool i don't know like i i love when rappers kind of push that envelope like sort of um what what comes to my mind is um the one of the later open mic eagle albums i think it's brick body kids oh yeah that was a really cool album cover yeah it was a lot it was just weird as fuck for like a hip-hop album because you know but but like i feel like 90 percent of the time it's still like the artist just frowning on the cover yeah i mean yeah, I mean, and I, I don't even think that's being that's pretty much. If you just looked at like top hip hop bands of the year, you would just you would just see yeah. like, oh, that's really funny. It's um, just v- very very angry men exactly. and women, you know. But I th- I think what I liked so much about this one is, and I could be talking out of my ass, I don't know, but <laughs> this th- this just looks like, in the sense that I don't know if this was edited at all with a photo editor, but this just looks like a natural shot taken at the right time and it just it it's just it's very it's a very arresting image like you look yeah. at it and it's, it's kind of like i picture i mean this looks like somewhere really really cold so i don't know if i want to go camping here but i imagine <laughs> like coming out of my tent in the morning I and mean, this is what i do when we go camping you know with my family or around camping over the years in the woods just like getting up early in the morning and looking out at like nature in a way that you don't usually get to see it and mm. this is just a beautiful sublime image that i love the color palettes i love the fact that they're natural color palettes again hopefully i'm corrected that assumption but it just it looks amazing yeah the um, uh i mean i don't know if it's like a foreshortening or like it, it, there's definitely like some perspective going on because i'm pretty sure the like the main part in front is is more our size um so it makes me feel like there's the like maybe they use like a wide angle lens or something like that mm-hmm. or I, if it's a photo which I, i'm pretty sure it is but, yeah i think it is um yeah no the, this is this is really cool i mean it especially like i think it's cool that there there isn't like any other like ornamentation i like there isn't even like a like a like billy woods's name on it yeah like i, uh, I think that that's why i initially thought it was a an ambient now because i mean frankly that's what it looks like Mm. It looks like, you know, that's the genre that I, w- I would pick this for. If you said, hey, you know, w- w- what type of music does the artist play? Um, you know, who, who has this cover? But, mm. you know, love this a lot. I think the, the, the color palette is what really sold it for me, how it looks natural. You know, again, who knows? But um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I see. I mean, it's not traditionally like I think when I think of natural color palettes, I mean, green is like sure. the first well, thing. I, but, you know, that that isn't to say that. It, it can't be uh, like this because I, I mean obviously this is you know a nature photograph so you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, that's more what I meant that it's more like organic I mean natural is not the right yeah. word but um, 
yeah, really love this cover. Uh, and now for something completely different. This is Casimir oh, Liberski, I think, hopefully. Yep. Cosmic Liberty. And <laughs> this definitely, this album cover is one that relies on the music to work. I mean, I think this this image is fucking hilarious. It's like a I, bunch of weird, like space yeah. people and aliens fighting. But I think I think this is like, what. Oh, it, it, sorry to interrupt, but like, it, is it the the big guy on the left? Um, are, are those all nipples? You know what? On, if, on his chest. If you want it to be nipples, then yes, they're nipples. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not against it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this. I think this is my album the, a week, several, you know, quite a while ago. It, yeah, I remember you talking about this. It's like weird, kind of space themed, but it's like a trio. He does organ. There's a bass player and a drummer, and it's just really energetic, you know, jazz fusion that kind of is all about sonic exploration. And there's a lot of, it's like themes of space without being overly like like you, you just you kind of picture i picture something like this like a weird odd battle with odd characters and you just have all this like frenetic um like i picture this being like a 70s cartoon this and, is and it's very just, um you know uh this is like a very new jazz type yeah of album yeah cover. exactly uh, like um are you familiar with the bad plus yep at all yeah because like they, they have an album that cover that reminds me of this a little bit as well uh though not in like this just in the way that it's sort of like this um you know kind of retro-ish sci-fi imagery Mm -hmm. um i I mean retro is probably not the best word for this (laughs) because i i think just bizarre yes and awesome it's it's very bizarre and, and i just i think the fact that it fits so well with the music like i see this and i'm like yeah that that makes sense uh, <laughs> with, with the with the music um i think on its own it wouldn't like i still like it but i, I think it's, it's enhanced by that fact and it's just mm. it's really it's really cool and it makes me want to watch a cartoon with with these characters um i was gonna say it makes yeah. me want to be in this scene but it looks a little dangerous so i think I'll, yeah i, I think I'll i stay. mean <laughs> I think I'll stay away. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just I, I think if that nipple guy wasn't there, I, I think I'd be okay. Yeah, n- n- nipple you guy's know. a little scary, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully you guys it's, it's listening, too, it's it's too many nipples. Yeah, hopefully so. you guys listening will take a look so that you understand what we're talking about. Yeah, um, uh. <laughs> but okay. Next, again, off you know something completely different. Uh, this is the new Dreadnought album, Emergence. Oh. Uh, I've I've adored all of the album art that these guys have had and i don't know what it's called but one of the members either the keyboardist or the guitarist one of the is the one of the one of the female members she does all their artwork and she has that thing where you can see color or you can oh, like, you can uh, feel, synesthesia yeah you can like feel color or um i mean that you know explaining it badly but it's it, it's basically a neurological um i don't want to call it a disorder but i mean that that's technically what it is that you are able to be basically your senses are mixed up so like uh like you know you you can hear color you know like when you when you hear uh, a song sometimes images will flash through your head um things like that yeah so and that's and she you know does all their artwork with uh, kind of through that lens and they're just very 
um, colorfully vivid and just beautiful. Um, and this, it, it kind of, it, it essentially looks like a man on fire, uh, like clawing at the earth of some sort. Yeah, but I, I, that's kind of why I like this is because like it's it's not, it, it's not like she's going for total realism. Yeah. Here. Like I, I I kind of like the like the blend in between these you know like between like abstraction and realism mm-hmm. um yeah it just works out yeah that's really fucking cool yeah, I, I love that the there's so many different textures at play when you look at you know throughout the image there's just a bunch of different kind of types of patterns like she she draws in different ways but again it it kind of it flows but it has you know different colors that, that flow together i just mm. I, I i again love everything that she's drawn um, and it also helps that they've they've just continue continuously improved, um, in my opinion, continuously improved with their their music, uh, with each release. And actually got to see them down in in Boston a little while ago because um, they they hadn't they don't come through that often. So I went went to check them out. They're very good. Uh, nice. I don't think it was nice. that. I think it was. Um, Another show where I, I drove back in a snowstorm and that was very unfun, but they're very good. Um, nice, nice. So next, uh, this is the new Dysrhythmia album, Terminal Threshold, and this. Is, oh yeah, I, I remember you talking about this yeah, a few weeks ago. I too, so. love this album, and the cover has a very. They really, they've never been consistent with their album covers, and I don't mean consistent in quality. I mean there are some I like more than others, but. They kind of have been all over the map with what type of art. They're one of those bands where, um, they, like, they, they're, they're, their visual style, yeah, aesthetic, like they've had changes. Yeah, some album covers yeah. that are you know photos with like kind of uh, done in a creative way. Like they have one that's just it's a bunch of repeating looks like glass uh, lenses, and like some are cracked and some have like weird things in them. But like it's it's a real picture. Others have just kind of odd designs that that have drawn but nothing to script. A little bit more abstract. This is this is my favorite of theirs by a long shot. Probably my favorite album as well as my favorite um, album cover. Cover, and I think they really embraced because they they musically embraced a lot of old school progressive death metal traits. You know, a lot you know death, obviously, uh, pestilence, atheist, those kind of bands embracing their songwriting. Not like super overt, super br- br- not that those bands are that brutal, but nothing like super like oh my god, this is a death metal song. A lot of the chord progressions and the general vibes, they pulled a lot from that that theme. Mm. And this kind of gives me that vibe too of like old school death metal art. Uh, but I love, uh, I love how this is drawn. I love the color palette. I love how weird and trippy it is. It definitely feels um, abstract. Like you know, th- this woman in the picture, you're seeing kind of a look inside of her her warped mind or warped psyche. Um, you, you know what? I, see, the first thing I, I thought when I looked when I saw this was like, "Oh, this is this is the birth of Venus." But if if Venus was birthed by nightmares instead of sea foam, oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Actually, it's funny when I shared my review of this, uh, my friend who does not listen to this type of music at all commented and was like, "That looks like what my brain does at two in the morning when I can't sleep." And I was like, that's hilarious. That's, she's also a mom. And I was like, that's such a mom thing to say. But I appreciate it. <laughs> Hashtag just woke up like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 
it's like it's like whenever my mom listens to my music or sees stuff and she makes like total mom comments yeah um like i remember um on there's a, a line on mad villainy where he rhymes molasses with fat asses and my mom thought that was like the fu- she could not stop laughing and you're at, at mf doom's expense but he he thought it was like beyond she thought it was beyond hilarious yeah uh, which is funny <laughs> Uh, hey, to, to each their own, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> different strokes. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. L- love love this cover. I also love their logo because it's kind of like it has that kind of weird metal style where it's it's not super you know just just written out whatever. Like there's some ab- abstraction to it, but you can actually read it. Like there's some yeah. Like there's some. Well, I mean, you still, it helps to know exactly because it's a strange word, or it's it's an uncommon word to use in regular conversation. But there are some metal logos where even if you like, for example, Wolves of the Throne Room. Even if you yeah. know what the band logo is, you're like, I can't read. The guy. I don't know what that says. <laughs> what about like Waking the Cadaver? Oh yeah, or that the, that one <laughs> the, as well. The, the, those are fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I the the logo definitely is like really interesting because I, I I like how it's it it almost feels like a, like a throwback in yeah. a way to like um. Like it almost feels like neoclassical mm-hmm. in, a, in a way, but then it, it at the same time it feels modern. Like I I, I kind of like how uncanny that I don't know. Maybe it's the how it's colored, perhaps. I don't know. They, there's just something about that I really like. Yeah, so. totally agree. Um, yeah, it's um, really cool. Yeah. So let's see. Is the next one super different? Uh, yes, I, it is. I, I I had I had a feeling this might be a in here yeah it's the new <laughs> new floating points um record crush and I, I i love this guy he's super i actually discovered him through um what's in my bag like i I'd heard heard about floating points before didn't really know much about that i didn't know anything about them but the name caught my eye and he looked kind of like a kind of like a dork honestly <laughs> but i figured yeah. it'd be interesting because some electronic producers look a little too weird but he looked like just kind of like a dude um and i was like oh you know let me check it out and they always play a clip of the artist and music before they start talking and i was mm. really really vibing with it so i checked yeah. it out after and he, his uh it, i think the new his new albums i think it was called from like improvisations that he did yeah if, he, if he records right. in very interesting ways a lot of his picks uh, uh what's in my bag actually helped me frame what i was listening to like he picked a really like a deep cut sarah fan uh, yeah sarah fan pharaoh sanders album for example and he had uh that's an interesting scooterism um, yeah <laughs> but uh he um uh, you know he it really calls from interesting you know he has some musical ability himself he has a good ear for what records he wants to say or what's you know what sounds he wants to sample and it's really interesting jazz influenced IDM and it's just mm. really really cool and in turn I feel like this is a perfect album cover for it uh, I don't know how this was created or what you know I so um, I'm pretty sure this is acrylic paint pouring um, it, and the only reason I know this is because I, I've actually looked into it because I actually want to try to do it at some point Um it's super cool because yeah. you're basically taking, you know, all these acrylic paints and just mixing them together and sort of just dropping them on canvas. I mean, it's it, it, it's basically like like Pollock, but like 
Pollock on acid, I guess. Yeah, that's a great way to put um, it. Yeah. Um, and there's not... It's one of those... There's not much to it in terms of what you might talk about, but, like, the colors that come together and the, you just kind of stare at it for a while. I mean, and, I, I'm assuming that this really matches the music. Oh, perfect. So, you know, it, it's... Yeah. Like, I could totally see just zoning out, looking at this painting and just listening to the album, which is, is one of my favorites of the year. It's a great... Great, great release. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've been meaning to check out uh, specifically this album, or just maybe floating place in general. But uh, yeah, because I, um, one of my old roommates, I, uh, you know, is like obsessed with 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 floating points. So you know, but I just never, for some reason, I, I, I never got a chance to listen to him. But I really should at some point because I, I do like me some IDM. So yeah, it's it's I would highly recommend this. It's, it's yeah, if you're interested, that's really really. Uh... You know what? I'm, really, really I'm actually cool. gonna write that down. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So Ooh, next, let's crush. see. I don't know what's coming up next. Is it different? Ah, yeah, it's very different. Uh, this is Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Bandana. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I just, I think I, I like the the image itself. I think it's funny. You know, yeah. It's it's, it's just a funny. But <laughs> I, I, what really got me about this is kind of like the little small Easter eggs. Like their mm. last album is called Pinata. You have a little Pinata broken in the right hand corner. Right, yeah. You have right, the, and then you also have Quasimodo. You have the Quasimodo logo smoking mm. onto the back of a zebra. Uh, the zebra print was a prominent visual element used in, in, in on, on their last album, and just kind of the disaster scenario kind of reminds me of uh, BoJack Horseman. Kind of like. Oh the, my God! You're right. The, the, not, it it is like BoJack yeah, Horseman, like, except except not nearly as depressing. <laughs> yeah, just just like a. Yeah. <laughs> like a nihilistic view of Hollywood, um, and you know everything's on fire, and it's just it, it's it's both funny and clever, and I I just I just really like it. Like it's it's relatively simple. It's it's well it's yeah, but but the thing is like simple doesn't always mean half-assed. Yeah, so. I, I just been like don't really have much to say about it. Oh yeah, no no, no I, I'm I'm not saying that that you yeah. were making that point. I'm just like I, I think it's just a good thing to For sure. point out. Yeah, so. and, and kind of to your to your point, this is very well thought out. Like you know just the yeah. little. You know the Easter eggs aren't super like oh my god like it took forever to you know dig in to figure that out but just it, it's clever it's fun I, I like when artists are referential I like when artists kind of because um, I, I think this and maybe I'm reading too much into it at least alludes to the fact that they want to play the long game with their collaboration um, the um, kind of the fact that they're built they're so building the lore of their of their um, partnership I, I I'm not an expert by any means on these guys but I I, I I thought I heard that this was supposed to be like a trilogy of albums. That sounds familiar, actually. Now that you mentioned um, it, but you know, I, I mean, this, like, this came out in July, I think, um, and I just remember hearing about it then. So I, I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. Maybe they mean like a pinata bandana, and then there's a, another one. Yeah, um, that that is that that is pretty much what I mean. M- uh, you know, it, it, it's just sort of like run the jewels. Like I like I doubt. Like Run the Jewels Four is going to look like the album cover is going to look similar to the first three. Yeah, I'm sure. Or, it'll you know, maybe, maybe it will. Who knows? You know, it'd be kind of um, weird. If I, 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 I know we differ about the the little, you know, the Run the Jewels logo, but yeah, I, we, I like we, it. we do. Um, I, it, it's iconic. Um, yeah, you know, I'll give it that. But it gets, it, it just okay. Maybe it's, I, I think when people start using 
them in real life it's like it's just i find it really just stupid like like it just i think it harkens back to when i was um a really big 36 to mars fan back in college Mm -hmm. and uh i would follow their facebook and they had this picture of like a couple of 36 to mars fans doing like their little triangle logo with their fingers Oh, okay i can see that. and i'm like oh yeah oh i forgot i hate this band (laughs) like (laughs) and it's like i i I don't i don't want to hate that like it but like I don't know. It's it's just, it's it's it just it's it's kind of like that gushy social media crap, and just you know, and it, but but it's also reminiscent to me of like gang signs too. So mm-hmm. I'm just like like it, it's just like a double whammy yeah, <laughs> of, of just shit for that. me. Yeah, but um, um, yeah. A- anyway, th- this is this is a really cool album cover. You know, I I had I never really got a chance to look at it like really close up. So I actually never noticed the pinata uh, in it until now so yeah i I think it's uh i think it's really cool and uh it's one of my favorite hip-hop albums of the year definitely kind of similar to what i um we were talking about earlier i like the fact that it's um different I, i like the fact that they did something that's that's not you know super uh, super by the book. This is what a hip hop album cover looks like. I like that they were a little creative with it. Yeah. Um, so next, okay. I think I have a couple more. Uh, so this is the Sun Pyroclasts. Yeah. I picked one of the two because I thought it'd be they, you know cheating. they were both really cool. Yeah, I, I cheated and picked this or Life Metal. I, I prefer this album cover more. I love the texture. It looks like. Uh, like frankly, a sublime like romantic painting. Uh, it looks like know, a jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a mix between like jellyfish and just like raw earth. Um, yeah, I I think it's just really cool. I love um, the way it's like distorted or like in a dreamlike state. Um, again, like relatively um, straightforward in the elements of it, but obviously kind of the textures and the details you can just keep looking at it and analyzing. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, this is the one I mentioned that I don't. I didn't love Life Metal and Pyroclast. They got pretty warm reception from a lot of people, but yeah. I just I felt like they got a little bit of backlash with Canon because it wasn't necessarily a true blue sun release. So they kind of went they overcorrected and made a really frankly kind of safe kind of safe and in many cases boring. Like even Monolith and. Um, no, not Monolith. Monolith uh, and Dimensions. No, uh, I was the wrong album. The the OO Void or whatever, like oh, the debut album. Like yeah. that was a straightforward drone up. But like the chord progressions and the way that they paced it and just the riffs themselves were really memorable. I just found this not this very safe is a great word for it. Like this, literally, this is something they probably wrote in their sleep. You know, you know, not to be too harsh but I, I think part of the reason people probably liked a lot I, I think when when you boast that Steve Albini you know recorded your record oh yeah I think a, lo- a lot of people take notice at yeah, that totally um, it definitely uh, you get some automatic points even if it's you know yeah a, a little bit on maybe not undeserved but like not like it doesn't really I, I mean I I think it's also been you know nearly five years now since uh you know a new sun album yeah so I, I think people were probably a little excited too but yeah but I mean they conversation for another time I guess sure <laughs> yeah um, and I think yeah. this is my last one and this is what we're gonna 
start with actually when I was had a weird weirdly sorted, but this is uh, the Curse of Entry Entry by a band called Teeth. You know, there are no shortage of death metal album covers I could have picked. You know, there's so many cool ones that come out the, each year. But this, this one... Is, this is insane. This one, it's just bonkers. It's like this weird, multi-armed being... It's like, it's like Vishnu tearing itself apart. Yeah, tearing itself apart, and it's in space, but there's these weird colors and all these constellations, and its face is, like, made up of teeth, and it's just kind of... Um, it's like a portal into the void through its face. Um... So, yeah, just a super super cool album cover. Yeah, this is this is really cool. I like. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot going on here too. Yeah. I like just the, the the those like bands of colors in the background too, as well as like the little constellations that are sort of all around it. Yeah, like there's definitely a lot going on. What you said that this is like just like standard death metal or. It's, it's it's got like, it's weird because it's definitely a death metal album. Like it doesn't do enough weird to be like avant garde or anything like that. Yeah, but like which the, is, the, so, which is kind of misleading with the album cover. Yeah, almost. Like, but but what I will say is that their approach to like death metal itself is super, uh, like the aggression they bring to it, the kind of subtle things they do. Uh, they differentiate themselves pretty significantly, I would say. Hmm. Like it's not like I'm not talking like Imperial Triumphant or anything like that, or, or um, yeah, like a, like a super progressive, weird, like a cynic or. Look, it's it's, it's, are you, it's, it's like if if you want to sort of it, it's sort of like what Barshasketh is doing in black metal that like yeah. it's not like they're, they're doing anything new per se when it comes to the overall sound, but their approach to it. Uh, changes things and sort of adds yeah. a little bit of new flair like the speed the intensity the chord yeah. progressions you know all the above is very um very well done and very very different and, and, and unique you know not necessarily breaking you know or reinventing yeah. the wheel but very unique nice well i i'm st- i these were all really cool album covers so you know i and i i'm surprised that i none of mine were on here so, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, All right. I, I, I was, I was figuring that some of mine would be here, but uh, they aren't. So we're, we're just, I, I numbered all mine one to ten. So we're just gonna do that because it's right. just easier. And I am opening the folder now. Yeah, and uh, coincidentally, uh, number one is uh, the new Barshasketh album, Barshasketh, and uh, I, I think this is an awesome album cover. I think it, it sort of reminds me of. Um, a little bit of like William Blake's paintings of, of sort of like his own like mythology. But I, I really like the color palette just because it's like, it's very faded. Mm-hmm. Um, like it sort of takes you a second to sort of get everything in. And also parts of it that they kind of look like a woodcut, which uh, if you look at the guy's wings in it, like they, they have uh, like a woodcut sort of grain to them mm-hmm. which I, I'm a big fan of um, like Gustave Dore's um, woodcuts for uh, Paradise Lost are just fucking amazing like I, I highly suggest anybody interested to like look look those up because they're really cool looking uh, they, there's there's one in particular of, of Lucifer falling from heaven mm-hmm. that I really love um, but yeah I, I think this is just a gorgeous album cover you know and it's 
I, I, I think it exemplifies the music a lot because I, you know, what Barshaska does, as I've previously said, you know, isn't something that is completely out of this world and out of bounds. Like they, they aren't doing like something like, like, you know, Bloodhouse Nord or something like that. Like they aren't going full avant-garde, but they manage to sort of, um, you know, tread new ground on old ground, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, like, it's it's really interesting, sort of what they've got going. Um, yeah, this was this was a really cool. I, mean, I, I would say I, I still probably like the album cover for their previous album, uh, Ophidian Hypnosis, a little more, uh, just because like it has more of this like occultist flavor to it mm-hmm. that I really like. But th- this is still this is really cool. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, All right. I, 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 and I think this also fits. Um, just you look at it and you know, look, I, I knew from this and their other album covers, uh, just exactly what I was getting myself into. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you, it is true. It's yeah. very, very much in line with uh, what you expect from a black metal album cover. Black metal album cover, but the the, the care with which they um, uh, they chose the, this image and, and kind of the, the the details you mentioned. Um, yeah, yeah, big fan. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's definitely it's a cool looking thing. I, I was just I've just noticed like sort of like this dragon that's sort of in the background mm-hmm. a little bit, um, and sort of the fire that they've drawn like is is really cool. But especially like compared to like the lightning, that is just like regular lightning bolt kind of. I don't know. Like that that's I I just think it's really like I mean it, it's you know s- similar to their music. It's it's not you know anything uh you know groundbreaking part but it's beautiful for, for what it is so mm-hmm. uh but moving on oh new blood incantation uh his hidden history of the human race um i, I just love this album cover i think for more it, possibly more than anything just because it, it feels like a total throwback to like 90s death metal um just sort of the way it's textured and like colored um like if you look at the you know the, these little I don't even know what you would call them like those little, like molecules that mm-hmm. are sort of starting on the left hand side, uh, like sort sort of the textures that are going on there uh, remind me a lot of like you know kind of like what some of Death's album covers, like little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like if you look uh, to the lower so lower left hand corner, sort of like the, these buildings also have like a lot of. It, I don't know, it just it just really reminds me of like old school death metal mm-hmm. so um but i also just like i keep looking at it i'm like fuck this is like like, like the the alien itself is is just like proportioned all wrong mm-hmm. it, it, but but it works though like it, it it's like i'm not thinking of being like oh this is this is wrong i'm more like this is just fucked up yeah and like and like just like the unreadable logo, you know, above it. Like this is just like, this is everything I love in a death metal cover, uh, and it happens to be just one of the best death metal albums of the year. Oh, uh, it's, it's you phenomenal! Know. Yeah, it, it really is. It was so good. It took a little uh, bit. For I've, this... I've only listened to it once, but it's been so good. Yeah, it took a little bit for this to you... warm up to me, but I, I think I love the old school charm. And actually, this is uh, um, they took this from an old sci-fi uh, book. Oh. But... There you go. That's Artist, I, 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 yeah. I forget his name, yeah. but I guess he prompt he, he drew this. Like this is actually from 
have to to find it, but he... Yeah, you have to let me know, because I, I... I really like this this image and like it it totally has that old school sci-fi mm-hmm. type of thing too. So got to love that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a really cool album cover. Yeah. Um so next up, uh Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, uh Ghosting, mm-hmm. uh which is actually a painting by um let me start look this up. Uh it's called The Breath of Life by uh Tom Dubois. Um but it's it's sort of like a I think it's a cropped version of it, uh, but I I just I mean this is just a gorgeous painting, um, you know just looking at, like it's very uh, you know sort of almost has like a like in a, like Edenic feel, if you will, mm-hmm. um, you know and just sort of how everything sort of has this glow to it, uh, which really speaks to the music itself I think. You know, sort of, I, I've I've interpreted this album personally as, you know, Nick Cave sort of coming to terms with the death of his son, mm-hmm. um, and I think this is sort of an interesting way to put it, um, because it's you know it's it's sort of talking about like paradise and you know like it it has this feeling that the things are, um, you know, death doesn't necessarily have to end in darkness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that there's you know there's something beyond it in a way that we don't really know that we aren't really capable of knowing at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really really cool album cover. Uh, just I well, the minute I saw this when when they announced it, I was just enamored by it. Um, and if you notice the little, the little sheepy in the middle, who's probably going to get eaten by the lion on the left, um, <laughs> but. The little little sheep in the middle, which is yeah. just, I mean, the like, I it's it speaks to the album though, like a lot. Just having that sheep there because you, you can see all the danger around it, but it's still there. So, yeah, um, the, I I knew in my heart that you were gonna pick this this album. Oh yeah, I mean, it, he, here's the thing: I I went super normy, not only with my favorite album covers, but just with my favorite albums of the year in general because i i mean i I just i did not listen to nearly as much music as you did when it comes to like new music so well i mean uh, i think these are great picks honestly well thank you yeah i i that's the thing i i i wouldn't pick them if i didn't like them so um let's next oh clipping there existed an addiction to blood uh you know i as we talked about in our review for this uh, i was not a big fan of this album um you know it probably i think i'm just done list like you know following clipping at this point but i really like this album cover um just because of like just how minimal it is but also how um it, it gets to the point pun not intended um of sort of the album as a whole that i mean like people have interpreted it as like horrorcore which I, I i don't really i don't know if i totally agree with that label but you know, it's a very horror-influenced album. And so, like, you know... But but Clipping's always been, you know, kind of minimal with how they do things. So, like, I, I think this kind of works really well. Um, mm. Just in sort of interpreting that, you know... Like, oh, Clipping's doing something more influenced by horror, you know? Um, yeah, I just... In looking more at it, you can just... You can sort of see how, 
you know, all the nails here are like some of them like are rusted, some of them are bent. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I like how it's sort of sweeping it like outwards in a like in um like in different directions as uh-huh. well. Like it, it um sort of reminds me of like the uh if you remember uh like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, there's a scene where they have like these two spike walls that are slowly gonna crush everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it, it I think it's kind of like that that it's like sl- supposed to be slowly moving towards you um so yeah super cool I uh, wish the album was better but you know that th- th- that that's that's my very unpopular opinion so <laughs> yeah I mean uh, I, I happen to love this album but I, I think I totally in agreement that um I think they haven't always had album covers in, in fact I'm thick back I don't really think I I liked any of their previous covers, but this this is just I, this is. I, I, I like the self titled album cover. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool. I don't, I don't mind. I think that's pretty cool, and I kind of like the amalgamation of, of tape on uh, Mid City. But this is yeah. just such a, a. It's both subtle and blunt at the same time. It's it's really it's, just a, or yeah. very sharp, if yeah, you will. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> it, it's such a. It's just statement album cover. Like you look at it, and it just it just. I, I don't. Yeah, it has such power to it. I love the depth. That perception, totally agree. Great cover. All I want to do now is just like after this, just to be like, well, what's the deal with horrorcore? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, uh, okay, so let's go to the next one. Uh, Cult of Luna, um, uh, Dawn to Fear, which was one of my albums of the week um, a while ago, and I I thought this was just a really cool abstract album cover. Um, you know, it was just a you know like it sort of says a lot by saying very little mm-hmm. in a way like you you, you kind of i mean cult of luna has always uh had very very minimal album art um like vertical is you know it, it's i mean vertical had a little more going for it than this but like you know it, it's it, it's 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 not like it's this you know giant tableau you know it, it's not like it's a scene before you um but I think it gives you a vibe of sort of what the album's like, even though I can't really put into words what this image really evokes in me, <laughs> all things considered. But it's, it I think just it's so eye catching to me that, I, that, that that's sort of why it's here. Um, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, like old school photography, like like antique photography mm-hmm. back when they were still trying to figure it out, uh, like or, or like. Um, Oh, what what do they call that thing? Um, was it a wasn't a pictograph? Um, it it was like this. It, it it was almost like one of those toys that you would get. Um, that you know you you would put the the the, the film slot into, mm-hmm. and you could look into the light, oh, yeah. and it would yeah. But um, the, 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 there's an old school one of those, and I forgot its name now. But um, sort of sort of almost reminds me of that. So. Uh, I really need to listen to this again because I really enjoyed it uh, the first time I had it on. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's almost like an abstract, like almost like a Xerox picture of a like a symbol or maybe a tree trunk or something. Um, yeah, I have, I have no idea. Yeah, and I I, I really like it. Yeah, I I, I liked the album. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't know if it, uh, I mean post metal in general I'm very picky about, but definitely. Yeah, oh, me, me too. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing. Like, I've, I, you know, Cult of Luna's been sort of like a hit or miss for me. Like, Vertical, I thought was really good. Mariner was, eh, it was, it was fine. 
uh, but vertical, I, I, the Don DeFear, I, I really enjoyed. So, um, yeah. Okay, we'll move on from there. Uh, Flying Lotus, Flamagra. Um, you know, again, not a big fan of this album. This is probably, I, I mean, I, I think we can definitively say now that this is Flying Lotus's worst album. Uh, it was by, one one of my big disappointments of the year, especially because yeah. you know not, not to cut you off too too much, but like after this album cover came out, I was like, holy shit, this is gonna be wild, and yeah. it, it kind of decidedly was 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 not. That. Yeah, I mean, I I actually agree with you that the, this was probably my biggest disappointment of the year yeah. when it came when it comes to music. Um, you know, but actually now the more I'm looking at this, I, I don't know, but you you can you you can actually see Flying Lotus behind yeah. this album cover. Yeah. Which, which I just didn't notice until just now, because usually I just stare at the eyes. Uh-huh. But I was also looking, uh, when I was trying to decide what to put on this list, uh, when I was looking closer at this, and I don't know if you've noticed this, that they, there's sort of like a mixed media stuff going on, like those, like the mushrooms sort of in the uh, lower right-hand corner. Um, I think those are like photos, same, and same thing with the, uh, the hand that's sort of, that's on the right side. Uh, as well as the bird that's on the left side. Like, I think those are both photos. Um, but then it's also mixed with, like, you know, painting as well, which is, you know, very... Um, it, it kind of ma- it kind of works for Flying Lotus because, like, he's always been one of those people who just, like, you know, you can't really push him into a corner, like, creatively. Uh-huh. Like, he's, he's, he's always, you know... It, it's hard to define him. Like, is it, like, IDM? Is it wonky is it mm-hmm. like you know what what have you it's but it's like it's like none of those and all of them at the same time mm-hmm. um so i think you know it's it's very indicative of his style i i just wish um you know it was a better album but yeah you know a, you really get an idea of what the album's about though uh and that that's just you know fire fire is coming yeah. fire is coming for sure uh-huh. <laughs> if only the rest of the album was as fire as that uh is that track? Yeah, th- that track is so cool, so interesting, and then yeah, the rest of it is just you know not. But yeah, but thankfully th- yeah. this album cover is is super super cool, and it, I just realized too, if you look at so the upper right hand corner is like a nebula. If I'm correct, that that could be the same nebula that's on the the cover of uh, King Crimson's um, uh, uh, what I think it's like the second King Crimson album. No, oh, that's cool. Right. right? Yeah, let me look that up. Um, because I have to look this up now. <laughs> uh, Steve, I think it's in the wake of Poseidon. No, no, it's 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 Islands. That's what it is. I'm, it it looks just like it's from Islands, but I I'm not totally sure. Uh, definitely like the same colors though. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll move on from there. Uh, Leprous pitfalls. Um, you know, this is this is a very minimal album cover. But um, and, and I'm I really don't know why the Buddha is is in this album cover to be totally honest, um, but but I really like it. Like I just I love the composition of it. Like I love how there's these contrasting, you know, like how there's just like this silhouette going on, um, but also it has you know a lot of texture to it, mm-hmm. uh, which I just you know it, it just it all really goes together really well. I think. You know, d- d- despite the appearance of the Buddha here, I I, I think this kind of um, lets you know the sound of the album that is, you know, much more stripped back. Uh, but you know, you still have like, you know, part the parts of what like make Leprous, you know, Leprous, you know, just like the those those amazing vocals, 
your things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, 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 I there, there were a couple other album covers that I was considering, um, but yeah, I, I just, I just had to pick this one. Um, I thought it was just great. So yeah, it's it's really cool, really, um, really subtle or, or more subdued, rather in a way. Like a lot, yeah. of their past albums have been kind of much larger more grandiose bigger scale um and Moline is a little stripped back um but but it's it's a large scene like there's there's a vastness to us and this kind of is a vast but it's it's a little more subdued and it's not as as direct whereas Moline is just a large shot of of that that scenery Um, yeah or like well i mean even like bilateral that's just a jeff jordan yeah exactly so that 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 kind of of takes brings with it the style that he you know he's known for so. Yeah, which great painter. So yeah, um, yeah definitely not not a negative there, but it, it kind of. Oh yeah, it, no, it, 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 Jeff Jordan's great. His so. style is extraordinarily distinct, so that's you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh of, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on from there, oh Opeth, in Kadada Venenum. Uh, you know, sure. I, the, I was actually so one of the other album covers I was sort of floating around was. Um, the new plaid album polymer that i don't know if you're familiar with them they, they're an idm group uh but oh, they had this so. really cool album cover yeah that, that it was it almost looked like a human body in a way but it was like made out of like wires it, it was it was really interesting um but i i'm like travis smith i think is is possibly the greatest metal artist like alive right now uh like well like uh metal album cover uh, painter uh you know he's done i think he's done every single opeth album cover since like still life oh wow if i remember right yeah and they they just all come out just so beautiful yeah and you know, th- this one in particular just it you know it really makes you question what the hell's going on in a way because yeah. you know it, and not only do you have like all these people in this mansion but you know if you notice on the bottom there's like this flowing and you don't know if like if that's blood or maybe like silk or something yeah, like that's, that. That's a really great point. Yeah. But like it, it's, it's, it, it just, again, like I, I, I mean, I, I would say less so than, you know, previous albums, but I think it, it says a lot by not saying much in a way. Um, you know, I, I think if I, if, I wonder if, if I looked into the lyrics for uh, this album, that maybe this would make any sense because I, I, I mean, at this point, I, I feel like Opeth and Travis Smith are like on a very, uh, you know, personal basis. Like, the, I think the, the, they probably know each other by now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he probably had some ideas in mind when it came to like creating this and sort of trying to get a concept together. Um, so. And I would also say it, this this just reeks of like you know like sort of like Victorian, uh, you know type of like aesthetics, uh, which I, I'm a really big fan of. I I just find that whole era to be really just like, like aesthetically very interesting, especially when the occult is involved. That's why like um, uh, Alan Moore's uh, graphic novel from Hell is is one of my favorite graphic novels, mm-hmm. uh, if only just because of just how you know the art manages to really interpret what's going on Mm -hmm. um yeah have you ever read that by any chance uh no which is actually kind of 
uh, I, I've read several other things that he's written, but yeah. for whatever reason, they I, haven't. From Hell, like, From Hell might might have the best artwork in any Alan Moore comic. Uh, honestly, because it's it's literally it, it's it's only uh, ink, uh, and there's only a couple times where it's actually like faded ink. Most of the time, it's just stark, just like ink and blank paper. So interesting. Yeah, it ends up working out really well. But um, moving on from there, uh, Amon Tobin's uh, Fear and a Handful of Dust. Um, I. I was considering this and long stories. I, I'm, 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 I, I kind of put them both in this section, uh, though I just chose this one because I felt like this was a uh, just a little more interesting than long stories. Uh, but they, they both have like I'm, I'm I mean I'm almost like 100% certain that the you know the same album uh, artist you know um, made both of these covers because they, there's just a lot of similarities when it comes to. Uh, sort of the composition and sort of the lighting that's going on here like mm-hmm. it's 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 very reminiscent of sort of like this new um sort of the, like this, this new simple aesthetic that's that's been going on as of like, i don't know if you notice this in like a lot of like mobile games of like um kind of like simple shapes and you know simple coloring uh you know but i like it ends up sort of creating a lot of detail mm-hmm. i guess yep um actually it reminds me of the game uh, monument valley if you're familiar with that uh which has just it, it's an it's one of those like games that like if you need uh proof of like video games as a form of art like there you go because it's it's basically like an mc escher <laughs> painting come to life oh really? um That's really cool oh, it sounds really cool Oh, it, it, it's an awesome game. I mean, they, I, I'm just mad that, that you, you really can't play it more than once because you kind of know what you're getting into mm-hmm. after a while. But it's a really cool puzzle game. But anyway, just it reminds me of that a lot. Uh, I also think that this is just like... This is sort of a, like a new era of Amon Tobin's music. And so, I you know, it's really cool to see, you know, him taking this aesthetic and sort of, you know, signifying that to others. Uh-huh. With, with this and it's also it's it's interesting to note that this in long stories has the same aesthetic but uh the other album that he put out this year doesn't so it's you know it i i think that that's just kind of a cool little difference to uh you know put out you know it, i mean obviously the other one is under a different uh name but it's still cool to have like these different aesthetics for these different names that you're going by so yeah, what I love about this is that it's uh, it's relatively simple but massive at the same time. Like you have this enormous yeah. forest imagery, and then kind of the the mystery. And I, I think it's it's well placed on your part. Like it definitely has a video game feel. Like especially you know the colors and like the the, the figures. Um, yeah, I guess I never looked. At, I, I I like this when we reviewed it, and you know definitely I've always enjoyed uh, Tobit's music, and and I think this album was no exception, but. Never really paid that much attention to the album cover, but I like it quite a bit. Mm, yeah, it's it's really. I mean, it was definitely like it was what what caught me. I mean, I, I aside from the fact that you know, just a new Amon Tobin album was even announced this year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So okay, next up, and it's our last one. Uh, Tom York, Anima. Um, 
I this was like so before I even listened to the album because I mean we weren't even thinking of of covering the album. Uh, I think it was just because you I, I think you you put it on your um on your grid on Heavy Blog yeah. one week, and uh, I was just curious of what you thought about it. I mean, ended up you know just talking about it here, and uh, but the album cover really just from from the start really really caught my eye just um like i think just the font and sort of the color that uh that's used here but then uh sort of in contrast with the imagery because like everything else is is faded and grayed out a little bit uh and the so i I don't like it it almost looks like a one-for-one shot uh if you look at the figure at the top of lucifer falling from that gustave dory um woodcut mm. but i'm not totally sure but whatever is going on here i i think it's super cool um yeah it's it's just again very very minimal but just super well executed uh, i mean you know like tom york and radiohead they, they've always had like interesting album coverage uh, with the exception of pablo honey but you yeah, know well, that's i think that's an album everyone wants to forget so, uh, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, it's, it's, it's not it's not that bad. No, I, I I think of the you know, and this might be an episode for another time or subject for another time. I think it's I don't want to say underrated, but it's it's the most unduly hated album in like oh, the popular yeah. indie blogosphere. Like I think because some people seriously, I remember Pitchfork's review, or there might be other people who did like a classic review. And I feel like they were just too harsh. Like, it was what it was. At the time, it was a perfectly fine, inoffensive, you know, kind of indie alt-rock release of the time. It, it had a hit hit single, Creep. You know, it's... I don't know. Like, it's not it's not a bad album at all. It's just, obviously, what came after was much more consequential and be- better than that. Which, oh, yeah. No. They, you know, I, I, I don't... Agreed. I, I don't think Radiohead knew they were going to make OK Computer and Kid A at that point. So, I mean... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you like this because it definitely. I mean, I love this album, and the cover itself is really striking. It kind of reminds me of a poster for like an A24 film or like an art house film. It um, it does kind of have the A24 type of look to yeah. it, just in that like you you never know what you're gonna get out of an A24 film. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I still I I actually really need to listen to this again too because like. I mean, I'm I'm definitely buying this at some point, but I, I don't know whether what you know where this is going to show up in best of the year. But you know, th- that's still a couple weeks away. So um, anyway, that is the end of talking about album covers. Uh, let's talk about albums of the week. Uh, Scoots, you got an album of the week? I do indeed, and this is an album I. Uh, didn't listen to f- or haven't listened to since buying it on vinyl uh, quite a while ago at this point it was we were up in Wolfboro uh, which is you know, in the Lakes region of New Hampshire and I just happened to find it was, it was basically it felt like this guy had converted his garage into like there was a bunch of old books and records and stuff like that and they were all relatively well priced. I just kind of wandered this this neighborhood in rural New Hampshire, and I found this album that was really, 
in relatively good condition for being an old record and it was a name i recognized i remember it was on a vh1 special i forget what the countdown was of but i bought it for like five bucks and put it in my car and then forgot about it and then i put it in a bag when i cleaned out my car after i got in an accident in that car and had to you know scrap it whatever needless to say it just sat around and i never listened to it and finally i pulled it out i had a, you know some free time saturday morning and this is one of my one of the best kind of it came out in 68 it had like late 60s early 70s rock records it's iron butterfly indigata oh um, wow, that is funny. And it is obviously Inigata de Vida, a very famous psychedelic rock song from that era. Um, really repetitive, kind of proto kraut rock in a way. Um, oh, won't it, you come with me? But yeah. The record itself was really, it had some kind of catchy uh, psych rock songs. It had some more rock and stuff. It, it was just really good. Like, it just, I was surprised at how it's relatively dynamic. It, it was fun. Um, it kind of fit both in the more hard rock, somewhat bluesy segment. Apparently they were a big influence on a lot of heavy metal bands. Uh, but also kind of, a lot of it was light enough that you might see it in kind of like the Pet Sounds era or like Beatles era, like it, it just it was it struck a happy medium between a lot of different sounds from the era, mm. and I kicked myself for not having listened to it sooner. But I, it was just a really really good album. That's funny because like like you know, that's one of those albums that doesn't get talked about a whole lot. Yeah, and from that time. I mean, I I think for for good reason though. Not to say that in the God of Duty it's bad. It's just that like you know we're talking about like. Hendrix is coming around at the same time. Yeah. You know, the Beatles put out like the best material at this time. Zeppelin, I think, is is just about starting up. You know, like so, like you're 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 dealing with a lot of like huge, huge heavy hitters. Um, so you know, but it, it you know th- this type of thing happens. I, I've actually I think I've only listened to the song, and I think I've really the only reason I've listened to the song in a God of Devito is because of uh, the Simpsons. <laughs> Because they, uh, th- there's an episode where Bart, uh, he replaces the hymns in the hymnal with Inagata Devita. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't know that, but that actually, yeah. it definitely, I could see it being a meme song in a way. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I would argue it's probably the first meme song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to think what would be like a bigger meme song than the. Hmm. No, nah, I I think this is it. So, <laughs> it, it, it not 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 a statement of of negative quality because it it's a really fun song, um, and just that that fucking riff too. Yeah, just the riffs, like, the riffs of the whole album are really really good. I I, I was just a lot of good stuff going on, and and the, the the production too. I mean, for for specifically that song is like mm-hmm. really really fucking like ahead of its time. So. Uh, like it's almost like it sort of reminds me of um i mean maybe bad example but uh spirit in the sky just that that really messed up fuzz box that they use for that song um just it could kind of like paved the way for like heavier distortion later on so anyway um so my album of the week uh I was listening to this the other day when I was walking the dog, and uh, I am so glad I did. Uh, n- n- not that I wasn't ever going to listen to this, but I'm, you know, 
I'm just really happy I finally got into this band. Uh, Lightning Bolt, uh, Wonderful Rainbow. Nice. Um, yeah, like I mean, I had listened. I, actually, Sonic Citadel was was actually a contender for uh, album art mm-hmm. uh, for this same, list for same me. For me, yeah. But I ended up taking it out just because uh, I loved all the other ones more. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, like it, this has been the year of Lightning Bolt for me. You know, I I listened to uh, I think their second album. I think was it like take to the skies or something like that um but this so i've been trying to like sort of like listen to their stuff in order which good luck with that uh because i never do that and uh so this one was next and like it was such an awesome listen just like they're such a cool band like i just really like their style like i i like how they sort of you know have this really just singular niche they in noise music and like in noise rock that's just like no no other band sounds like lightning bolt and i think like part of that you know is due to like sort of the production sort of like how like chippendale like you know uh has you, you ever notice how his how his snares and his toms always sound like a little like airier than 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 most drum sounds nowadays yeah yeah i think i, I think i were you're going with that yeah like for some reason his his like the timbres that he uses uh are just really recognizable i really like this but i just um just as a whole just sort of the way they write songs and just you know i i mean it's 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 so fucking bizarre and it shouldn't work and yet it does and it just it works so well so um yeah, they they're they're fucking great. Um, I'm like I'm actually hoping to buy all of their stuff on on CD at some point, just because I am just really just enamored with them right now. Uh, but yeah, wonderful rainbow. So yeah, I'm a big I'm a big Lightning Bolt fan. So definitely definitely a good pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like I I've yet to listen to a Lightning Bolt album that I'm like, meh. Which I mean, I I'm assuming I'm probably going to come to one at some point. Yeah. But um, you know, still. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, uh, this this might be our longest episode in a long time. Yeah, so, uh, it's, it's a it's a beefy boy. Yeah, it's a beefy boy. But you know, I I, I think it kind of makes up for the fact that we are uh, not going to be on for like two weeks. I think uh, near the end of December. So, yeah, that is it. So, guys, thanks for listening. We will talk to you later, and uh, have a nice day. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod- Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, We're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about, or questions, anything like that, uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Seishira Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.